What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, your host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show, licensed realtor from Remax Results, our good friend Mimi Shoneman. How's it going over there? Good morning. Here we go. Also with us, excited to have our friend from Nations Lending, Ms. Shelly Ferris. How's it going over there, Shelly? Oh, it's going great. Shelly, good morning. you have the best thematic wardrobe. <laughs> Um, where I'm like, if it's fall, you are like, I have the fall going I have on. A fall this sweater lease. on today. Exactly. Yes, I'm all like, I have the you like. If you don't have, if you know, if you do not have <laughs> appropriately uh, trees in your neighborhood with the leaves, you need to tell everybody where to get that sweater, Shelly, because right. you're giving me fall realness. <laughs> oh, good. Can we also, speaking of giving, give your NMLS number? Oh, please. right. So NMLS number three six seven eight two six and Nations Lendings is three. Two, four, one, six. So it feels like I was talking in my friend group that it feels like because we're moving into fall and people get very manic. Like there's this manic energy out there. Is there a manic energy in the housing market here in the Twin Cities or are people pretty chill? You know, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that they're they're I wouldn't say manic. Okay. But I would say an increased activity. Okay. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a little uptick. There's yeah. a like little... like a, a pregnant lady before she's about like nesting. That's yes. what it kind of feels okay. like. Like All people right. are starting to nest. You're right. Yes. My sister's mm-hmm. cleaning up her garden. Yes. My kids are doing their We're stuff. We're doing our yeah. mulching. We're yes, doing exactly. the things. Yes, 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 okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think already we've got like two extra weeks than we had last year. Yeah, you, know? we did, you are correct. Right. We had a little extended fall because last year it did go straight to winter. You're right. right? Yes. We had snow last year. At Correct. This time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all grateful. Right. True. All three of us. Amen. Very yes. much. Amen. Gratitude. <laughs> Hashtag yes. gratitude. Yes, yes. yes. ma'am. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, folks, we're just going to start talking about a little bit about what's going on with the market. Uh, thanks to our friends at the Minneapolis Area Association of Realtors. Um, and for the week ending October 7th, They've written adjustable rate mortgages or arms continue to grow in popularity. Really? As prospective home buyers aim to combat rising housing costs. Applications for 5 1 adjustable rate mortgages rose 32.5% just for the week of October 6th from four weeks earlier, according to the Mortgage Bankers Association. So, a 5 1, which kind of, so an adjustable rate mortgage, that means that it starts at one rate and then after a certain time, We'll Any let, changes? We'll let or? our expert here, Miss Shelley Ferris, t- tell us what a five-one arm is. Oh, yes. yes. So uh, there, you know, uh, everybody knows what adjustable rate mortgages are. They adjust. Yes. <laughs> so uh, they're called arms, A R M, adjustable rate mortgage. And um, probably the early two thousands, they came out with a hybrid version of what it used to be an annual arm. So you would okay. adjust annually, and yes. then they came out with these hybrids of three one five one. Seven six seven ten. Okay. I mean, there was all kinds of different kinds of hybrid arms, and what it means is the first number you're fixed for that number of years, and the rate is not going to change. And then after that number of fixed years, then it will start to adjust. And oh, there are okay. caps on the adjustments. There's lifetime caps. It's based off of an index, so it's not random. But yes, those rates are about a percent lower than our regular thirty year fixed. Are and that's a change. They hadn't been that way up until about two weeks ago. So the spread is starting to happen, thankfully. Okay. So spread, you mean that the the yield? L- spread. Ha- okay, thank you. Yes. All right. So just to break it down a little further, 
five, one arm. Five means what? So you're fixed for five years on that, mm-hmm. and then you you adjust every year after that. So every single year, your interest rate will adjust. Okay. So it would tell you when you sign the paperwork that after this time period, here's the, the approximation of what your mortgage would be, and then after this period, it will go up to X and that. So you have five years to change, refinance, refinance do yes. sell okay. the house, pay it off, Correct. whatever you want to do. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so... The effective rates for a 5-1 arm um, averaged at about 6.66% compared to a 7.5% for a traditional 30-year fixed rate mortgage with the share of arm applicants representing 9.2% of all borrowers, the highest percent since November of 22. I'm surprised that it actually wasn't even longer than that. Me too. Um, You know, so I hadn't heard anybody. I think it was right when the pandemic happened mm-hmm. in 20 that I started hearing people talk to me about arms again. And they're like, let me know when you start seeing arms, we want to know, you know? So um, the thing about arms, let's talk about the danger of mm-hmm. them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So it sounds great, right? It's a percent and Oh, anybody can refinance after that five years before it readjusts. Right. But none of us have a, a crystal ball. And exactly. As happened in the past, mm-hmm. some of those folks that had arms, didn't pay attention. They didn't pay attention to what was happening in the market because they were decorating. Right. You know, <laughs> or raising making, a family, making or, cookies, yeah. painting walls. And can I also say, because I, when I had my townhouse way back in the day, I was very fortunate that my mortgage professional back then, he's the one that hit me up and he's like, hey, it's time to refinance, you know, kind of thing. Cause I was like, oh, wait, you know, like, he explained it to me. I know what I signed, but the time just flew. And I'm yeah. like, it's been two years. I have yeah. to do that. Right. Yeah. So I'm glad that you you're know, very so fortunate. I'm very fortunate because especially when I got my house way back in the day, not everybody was as fortunate as I was because was, there was That's a right. bunch of people out there. That's part of the reason why we got in that mess in 2007, oh, 2008. Yeah, yeah, there was a whole host of reasons. Yes. Honestly. It was yeah. a snowball effect. Yeah. yeah. Right. So the fact that I had somebody that's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm yeah. going to make sure that you're taken care of. I was very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But let's just say that you do, that that's appealing to you. You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm not staying in this piece of crap. I'm right. going to be moving. <laughs> right. I'm moving out of this junk box right. in five years. Right. And I'm getting, you know, I'm going to Beverly Hills. There yes. we are. <laughs> yes. Okay. Why not? Yeah. And so let's say in five years that the recession that we happened in, you know, the mm-hmm. 2007, let's say that happens again. Right. We hope not. Right. We never hope that happens again. Correct. No. But, you know, history does have a. But it's going to happen. Repeating itself. <laughs> and corrections yes. happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Very so inevitable. What are just, some things that can trip people up, right? I mean,. If they have borrowed against their equity, yes, because that's a that's a nice little nest egg you yeah. got going on with your little equity, and everybody's got equity now. Yes. Right, about two hundred fifty thousand is what the average is. Ooh, right, okay, it's amazing how Lot much equity, of there equity is. people right. are sitting on. Or what if you don't make as much money? down the road or you right. lose your job or you cut hours because you were staying home with kids during that time or I mean there's a million things that could happen that in five years time or three years a lot of people are taking a three-year arm mm-hmm. are are, are going to run into and, and then so, they're not going to be able to refinance well let's just talk about the one thing that you said let's just say that right at the time that your arm adjusts you lose your job right okay. can you can you refinance without no. a job mm. <laughs> no okay then yeah. okay so i'm coming to you miss shelley and i say okay it's time for me to to uh refinance out of my arm i just lost my job what can i do what are you going to coach me about i'm going to say um 
get another job. Get another <laughs> job. That's in the same it. business. In, in the same business without too much of a gap, same number of hours, directly hired, not with a temporary agency. Gotcha. You know, regular old income. Yes. Yeah. Okay, what about the equity that I, that I've got? I've been a good steward of my equity, and mm-hmm. I have not borrowed against it for the swimming pool. Right. Um, so, do I still need a job? Do I still? Yes, you do. Okay, because we have to prove that you can make the payment, and that you're gonna that we're not putting you in a loan that is setting you up for failure. Which, if you don't have a job, that's exactly what we're. Well, we what about, why is it okay? Because if we use that setting you up for failure. Um, why wouldn't you just say, well, you'll be in a better position than you are with this arm, so we'll just go ahead and switch and swoop you right. over. I see, there you go, applying logic, logic to and rationale exactly. to mortgage lending. This okay. does not go together. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. And I, I'm just glad I put it out there. It's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because what, you know, just wanted to know. So everybody's arm can adjust at a different rate. Right. Or Absolutely. frequency. Right, exactly. Okay, yes. so we don't know what the interest rates are going to be in five years. No. We all hope they're at, at zero. Right. <laughs> but but it's not like it can go from like let's say you're at six and a half and you're and it can go to twenty. No. Right. That's not that can't happen. There are there are rules and, and uh guardrails in place. So some of the things that trip people up back in the day when this was really happening is that you know, if you say tomorrow your your budget is gonna go up by five hundred dollars. Tell me in this room, what is that going to be painful? On what level of pain is that right. going to yes. be? Right. Mm-hmm. It's yes. not going to be fun. Nobody no. wants it. Right. It's like getting an assessment. Even yes. if you kind of have it, you're still like, well, that's not what I was going to use that money exactly for. Exactly right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yes. Now I feel tight. I yes, feel, exactly. I feel enclosed. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And that's when people either, you're, you're either in a, a different camp. So some, some camps, they're like, yeah, we're going to charge that thing. We're going to figure it out. We're going to knock it out. We're going to do something about it. And then there's the other camp of like, oh, it'll just go away if yes. I don't, the if I don't look at it. Yes. <laughs> if I don't talk about it, if I don't think about it, it'll just take care of itself. Away. Right. Yes. No, no. those people so, aren't successful. Your <laughs> philosophy as a mortgage broker mm-hmm. On arms, what do you what do you like? Do you like them or do you dislike them? So I I like arms right now. I like uh, three and a five uh, year, depending on what kind of uh, interest rate you can get for that. Because I believe that we're going to be in a good place uh, very soon, within the next six months to a year, to be able to refinance out of it. Perfect. All right. When we come back from the break, we're going to finish going over some of the information that we have from our friends at the Minneapolis Area Association of Realtors and get what Shelley's take is of the market from the mortgage perspective. We would also love for you to be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. Very happy to be joined by Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results. Also, Michelle Ferris from Nations Lending, reminding you that you can be part of the show. We would love to get your voice into the room at 651-641-1071. Okay. Do we have anything else to contribute to the whole arm discussion? So, you know, I think the hybrids are the best. I yes. think you want to stick with the ones where they're fixed for a few years because mm-hmm. we just really don't know what tomorrow holds. No one knew that Hamas was going right. to run into Israel. And, you know, it just set everything on, on its side. side. Yes. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's that's what, in closing, <laughs> that's yes. what I would say. Don't do an annual arm. Right. Do, do a hybrid so you're at least fixed for three to five years. Okay. okay. So uh, you brought it up, but uh, from a war perspective or turbulence in the world 
Do you see rates do anything when those types of events happen? So it depends on, um, you know, generally speaking, when America's in war times, then, you know, yeah, we see mm-hmm. betterment to all of that. But uh, uh, not when we're involved from afar. Okay. Uh, uh, more just um, um, instability in the market as as a whole. Yep. And it just kind of added another piece to that. So we already had the Ukraine stuff. Yes. We had the house stuff. And now we have the Israel stuff. And, you know, what's next? Well, yeah, I don't we, know. I'm glad you brought that up, Mimi and Shelly, because we were talking about it on the previous show about how there used to be a bigger differentiation between what was going on in the geopolitical world versus our financial world. And now there's a lot more of the overlap and the intertwining and seeing how it might affect what Shelly needs as far as the interest rates and and the inflationary period. So as we are navigating this volatility for your potential partners and your clients, how are you counseling them to have as much stability as possible or whatever so they can still get to the next phase of home ownership and those type of things? You know, from a financial perspective, I don't do that. That's not my lane. Mm -hmm. Um, That would be Shelly's lane to give advice about uh, mortgages and options there. Um, but from a, a perspective, you know, I want to make sure that my clients are, are not going to be house poor. Right. Is important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also important to me that I, that they could stay there um, for seven plus years if they needed to. OK. Um, options about, you know, what they can do with the property. If, for instance, if uh, a parent or it, let's say that you did get laid off and mm-hmm. you've got a mortgage now, do you have the space to have a roommate can you take a border? Mm-hmm. You know, you own it. So you can base, do those sorts of things with the caveat of yes. knowing what the city will allow you to do right. and the, the amount of a rental license. Yes. So, you know, yesterday I actually was having a conversation about, uh, you know, the difference between a regular conventional loan and 10% down. But what about if I wanted to rent that property? Well, then we need to talk to your loan officer. What is that particular loan officer's company going to say about what the the requirements are for that and also too you know we don't want to put you in jeopardy of mortgage fraud right um let's talk about that shelly so let's just say that you've got somebody who has a property they want to buy and they don't want to move into it just yet but they want to get a conventional loan um, let's talk that through as if that person was right here. Okay. Right. So, um, yeah, fraud is real. Okay. <laughs> um, it's an F word. I, mm-hmm. I just don't go there. So yes. if somebody tells me that this is what their intention is, this is their plan. Look, I rent, I just want to buy a house. I, you know, we can pretend that it's my primary yada, residence. So like, exactly. Okay. I could get through this little down payment, yada, 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 yada. I just, I just do not go there. If you, if that's your intention, then you're buying an investment property. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy a personal residence and your life changes a month later and you lose your job or you can't make the payment and you now need to rent out that property, everybody realizes life changes. So I can't, I can't, you know, advise to that. Right. But um, if you tell me up front what your intention is and this is what you're doing, then I'm not your but, loan officer. No, no, no. Okay. So let's just say that they say, I'm, I want to get qualified for a conventional loan. I'd, I could put 20% down. I don't want to. Oh. I want to do 10% down. And then you're running scenarios. Oh, and, right. And then exactly. they say, 
Okay, so if you put 20% down, your mortgage insurance will be gone. Mm-hmm. Th- those kinds of conversations. Right. right. Um, but also, too, if you're just ha- running scenarios, like we could leave it vacant um, because we're traveling this year. Um, and, and we don't want to commit mortgage fraud. We're not trying to. Mm-hmm. In fact, we're trying to not do that. But, you know, I want to run scenarios like, okay, is it better for me to do a long-term lease for a year or six months? Or would it be better for me to have a sh- have it as a short-term rental as long as the city will allow that kind of, of thing? And if so, then how much do I need to put down, Shelly, for nation's lending? Right, right. And and we can run all of those different scenarios. Right. Exactly. They're all going to be de- dependent on your credit score and what your income ratios are to the transaction as far as what's going to be the best the best solution okay. for you. But running those things, I think, is giving them the data they need to make their best decision. Okay, but at Nations Lending, let's just say that we've got somebody with a 740 credit score, mm-hmm. excellent A-plus buyer, mm-hmm. um, very little debt. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure out short-term or long-term rental. How much down would you require them to have? I, I, 20%? I, I'm, is it- I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with short-term or long-term rental. Like, Got what's it. the difference between that as far as a lender is concerned? We don't care. Okay. You know, if you're going to rent it out, then you're going to rent it out. And now you are an investment purchase, and now you're 20% down. 20%. Okay. Yes. okay. Yes. Would you Would you advise them to do 25% if they could? I would show them the difference because 25% down gets you a break to interest rate, and 30% down gets you even a better break. And now you're, like, in cotton in between a rock and a hard place until you get to about 50 percent okay so there are breaks though at 25 and 30 that's where i was wanting yes. to get to yes. perfect okay all right good so, to know if my next investment property is not one i'm going to live in so, right yes. okay oh my gotcha. gosh i was looking at duplexes this weekend i know i saw you i was already imagining the colors <laughs> but know? i'm just i don't want to move right oh. now i know i know, I know. you like, can just let me play i know okay. my best strategy right now is that cyclone and kid and i have to move again and i do not have the mental energy is why i put mm. it back on pause because i was like i cannot imagine packing up all his stuff and making us move all right yeah. folks how much how much inventory do we have here in the twin cities this week ending october 7th how much uh 1.8 months i just picked I'll, I'll say yeah i'll say two two months 2.4 months wow. oh my gosh have okay. we been over two months yes yeah. have we we oh, have wow. okay yeah oh wow it's it's going up it seems like it's going up every single week that's okay. shocking okay. okay sellers out there if you're thinking about selling in the next year Please call us. Yes. Let us get you ahead of this eight ball. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we get balanced, you're going to feel it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Stuff is sitting on the market longer. Yes. It just is. It's sitting yeah. on the market longer. We're seeing more concessions that sellers are right. giving. Right. But we still have great appreciation. Yes. So we're definitely still in a seller's market. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, sellers. Okay. So this is the first time in a while that I've seen this. Um, the original list price that our sellers have gotten is now under 100%. Really? 99.3%. And that was from the week of October 7th. So do you guys... Shelly just made a shocked face, too, where we're like, it's been... That's amazing. I don't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I need some cinnamon rolls. Yeah. yeah. Because that was <laughs> not guys, what was I made happening. Some cinnamon rolls no, <laughs> we've been way over 100% right. for a long time. Yeah. Um, our median sales price... Three hundred and seventy eight oh five for the wow. thirteen county metro area, folks. Mm. All right, Shelly, do we have time to, for Shelly to do a little market update? Let's do that because we got about a minute and a half. So All yes. right. So this week, uh, the Fed chair came out and spoke. That's Jerome Powell, mm-hmm. and um, 
you know, uh, you'll you'll start to hear the disgust in my voice because I've gotten so disgusted with this man. Exactly. But yes. No one cares what Shelley Ferris thinks, but I'm I do. Right do. Now. We, we do. do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's an attorney, and yeah. got, you know, no offense to attorneys out there. Okay, <laughs> but honest to God, he's making economic policies, and he's an attorney. Okay. Yes. Enough said. So, Mr. Powell came out this week, and he gave us his thoughts on the economy and some clues as to what the Fed might be doing in the remaining two meetings they have this year. Yes. And overall, he said he had. A somewhat hawkish tone, which means that uh, that's why the the markets reacted so negatively. So um, he thinks that the rates have not been high enough Mm. for long enough right now. Mm -hmm. And he also says there's enough evidence that their monetary policy is not too restrictive. I disagree. Disagree. So he's coming for you still. Right. Right. Exactly. But the Atlanta Fed president, Raphael Bostic, said almost the opposite. Inflation has come down a lot and should continue. His business contacts indicate a slowdown is coming. This is what we're looking for, guys. That's what the Feds are looking for. And then they'll start to peel off rates. We're still forecasting uh, 6% by the end of next year. Okay. That's still a better, you know, still going in the right direction. 6%. Mm -hmm. Everybody all day long would take it. Yes. So we are going to go to break when we come back. We'll have more information on you on what's going on here in our Twin Cities mortgage scene. Also, you can be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast, we encourage you to get this episode and previous episodes. Listen to them at your leisure or pass them on to somebody that you care about. Just go to MyTalk1071.com. Use that keyword, Red Hot. So that's by Jelly Roll. Yes. <laughs> I love matter? that Jelly Roll that they do at the hockey games. Oh, the Jelly Roll? Yeah. Like the dance, though? Yeah, that's yeah what that you little like. dude yeah. that jumps up in the stands. <laughs> yes. Speaking of Jelly Rolls... Um, Miss Shelley here is multi-talented. She so I'm just going to tell you what painful picture she showed me <laughs> of homemade, literally homemade, made the dough herself, yeah. cinnamon apple, all kind of beautifulness, caramel apple cinnamon. Rice. And I was nice. right. So are you so craving, you're craving it about as bad as I am? Just mm, saying it out. I have a question. So feelings. You didn't bring any for us. I know. Can I, I have this question. Mm. Um, so she does that. Where is your um, sauerkraut going? Where's your cat? It's probably going to go in the yard. It's uh, not. You still like you still vote no confidence. I got no confidence. I look at it every day (laughs) sitting in the laundry tub. I'm like, I don't think that looks right. (laughs) How long has it been there? A week. (laughs) But that's I think that's how long it's supposed to be there. Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, so we got to just look at it. I'm afraid to take the lid off at this point. Well, if you're saying it's two weeks, then don't take it off until next week. I mean, I look at it. you got a plate on it or whatever? See, I didn't. Put the plate. (laughs) You need to put the plate on it to keep the... Listen, this was from... Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) This is book learning. I'm a visual learner. It was not a good experience. (laughs) When she first brought up, I made sauerkraut. And I'm like, that sounds... You know, pretty standard. I know other people that do fermenting type of thing. Right, but she and, she yeah. immediately was like, "I vote no confidence." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, you know," she said, "I had cabbage all over." Yeah, the house. Cabbage was everywhere. <laughs> you know, you can't see it on top of you know a, a patterned counter. You made confetti, and that was what was- made me laugh because I was like, "I have never," because I. Food processed cabbage. I, I typically consider I'm a skilled person. You re- are. relatively right. Um, no, well, so here's the other thing I'm gonna get impart this this knowledge. Yes. Don't go to the farmers market and buy a sixty pound bag of cabbage. No, Don't do start it. smaller. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, maybe maybe thirty one, pounds. One head. Maybe one two. head. <laughs> 
You don't need 15. Oh, I think that's a good thing. Gracious. Like, you made enough. You were trying to make enough sour- sauerkraut for the I entire was going apocalypse. For it, man. Like, she's like, this is what I'm going to live on. But he says, so it's a good price, right? I'm thinking, well, yes. So I got it for a price of what you could have bought in the store for four jars. Yes. But it was going to be chemical free, and I was going to do it with my little hands. <sighs> I'm still. You know, it's really sad when you still want to go to the store and get it because you know that's right. (laughs) Hey, hey, we just try again. Lessons learned. I appreciate your exuberance because I mean, I think one. This is why we get to be friends because all of us have our experimentation and our, our our extra creative phases in different disparate things like i i can bake and i can do all this stuff i don't but i'm the one out there like she's the one that got out a chainsaw and did some stuff for oh, the woodpecker. Yeah, yeah. so i'm that person okay. i'm like i'll come fix your house <laughs> but i'm not making kimchi and sauerkraut <laughs> i'd be like she blew up Woo! all of those cans oh, in the basement yeah so my, I, you gotta Maria. try it again though because you're my friend now that does that so i expect oh, you to want go, some so yeah the problem right. yes, okay. make it again. Yes. We'll try it again I, I might try it again i'll buy you the cabbage i'll this put a plate time. on it this time <laughs> I think it's not too late to put your plate on it. Yeah, it's been a week. It's okay. okay. Go ahead. Put it on there. Put that plate on it. You've done it before. No, but I just recently watched somebody do it. I just recently watched somebody do it. This is my favorite part of the show is that when we're talking about home ownership and how, you know, the three of us navigate in life, that's what we're trying to go is that it just gives you options because you can go, well, if I blew up my laundry tub with this sauerkraut, nobody's going to yell at me. That's right. (laughs) Nobody's getting kicked out of my rental. Exactly. Nobody's looking at me funny. I'm like, if the woodpecker holes don't look quite right. Okay, I'll try something else, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> if her smoke detectors are going off because she burned all of the cinnamon rolls, okay, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. that's what we want to do is just provide people with options. And so explaining what an arm is, how you can get this done, why you need to have points, what, you know, what's going on, I think it's of great value to go, yeah. here's what you get to do is experiment on stuff in life. So let me tell you about yes. a cute house I showed this week. Yes. It was adorable. Mm-hmm. It was just like the first house I bought, okay. sort of. Okay. The the top floor, it was a split level, mm-hmm. and it was 1963 or 65, something like that, okay. and it was still real vintage. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it had the, the wrought iron oh, railing yes. that went up. It had the push-button stoves from, from GE. Oh, was yeah. like my the, land sake. That beautiful cinnamon color. Oh, my the, You know, it was cute, and, and my little buyer, she was adorable. Yes. Um, she was like, oh, I there's so many ways for me to say I a bunch. I love this house. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, and that was, this house is just like my house when I bought it. And we put a mirror over there yes. and put the thing over here. And a split level is that you go in and then it goes up and down at the same time versus like a two story that only goes up. Exactly. Okay. You walk in, there's a landing, you go mm-hmm. up, you go down. Anyway, okay. that's my story. It, you know, Cute. there's a lot of joy with mm-hmm. uh, helping people buy houses. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of joy. Absolutely. You know, you see stuff. So I have a thing. Thing where if there's like a vintage phone in a house, I always got to get their picture. Oh, right. You know, so that's fun. Anyway, whatever. Um, on to real real estate topics. Indeed, yes. yes. You know, so we're gonna we're gonna talk now about deal bombs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how right. you can blow the sucker up. Yep. I, right when Mimi said this, we were, we were talking about what we were going to talk about today. And she said, I think we should talk about deal bombs. I knew exactly what she was talking yes. about. You, you know, what you know, minefield that you walk into when you're going into mortgage you lending. You're almost but, there right. to the finish line and then something happens. Exactly. Or, but, some, you, know, or you do think, something. Yeah. I'm, I'm pre-approved. What mm-hmm. could go wrong? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. right. Pre-approval letter yes. is gold. Exactly. Oh, yes. Okay. No. Not so much. No. It, it can happen. All right, let's talk about pay stubs, Miss Shelley. Mm-hmm. When you tell somebody, first of all, 
when you're in the middle of a deal and your loan officer tells you to do something, do Just not do question it. it. Yes, thank don't, you. Don't wait. Don't dilly-dally. <laughs> yeah. And even if you did it already, just do it again. Yeah. Just yes. do whatever the new thing is. <laughs> Thank and, you. And when yes. I have to hear from the loan officer I'm working with that you they've been waiting for X, Y, or Z for two weeks, that makes me very sad. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. I mean, that's that. it's holding up you getting the keys, people. I mean, yes. When your no, loan officer says something, needs something, you get it right away. What do they have to do for pay stubs? So, you know, we need uh, 30 days worth of pay stubs. That's what we're looking for. 30 consecutive days of pay stubs. And there's a reason why they want 30 consecutive days. It's because they want to see if you're consistently working the hours that we're using to qualify you. So if you tell me that you're full time and you tell me that you work 40 hours a week and I get two pay stubs that are 40 and two pay stubs that are 38, you do not work full time. You do not work 40 hours a week. And that makes you variable. And now the underwriter wants to average your income. Well, if I've got you qualified all the way up to the tippity toppity tippityest that you possibly can get approved under, and now we took away $40 a month in income, you'd think that's not a big deal, but right. it's a big deal. So it can make or break your deal. So you're literally, not you, but your underwriter mm-hmm. is looking at this stuff. Yes. Two hours a, a month? Makes it not full time. Okay. And now you are average. We, they average your income. Mm. Okay, yes. so I didn't know it was that slim. Yes, absolutely. Because it's you? not full time. No. It, it makes sense if you really think about it. Like, okay, uh, uh, we'd say, okay, 40 hours a week, and I have two pay stubs that are 38 hours a week, and we sell your loan to Fannie Mae, and they call us up and they go, hey, <laughs> there's this two pay stubs in here mm-hmm. that works not full time. And you say, oh, but it's close enough. No, that's not what you say to Fannie Mae. You say, gosh darn it, you're right. It's not full time. We should have averaged that income. Yes, ma'am. May I have another? (laughs) Wow. I know it. All right. So then if that happens and that really does like ruin what they're doing, what do you advise them to do? So now we've got to look at things. We've got to go, okay, I need something that says that you're guaranteed hours. I need Mm. something that says, or or you're going to have to pay off some debt. Maybe that uh, Discover card for $1,000 that was $40 a month now needs to be paid off because we're counteracting the less income. Okay, can they take a gift to pay off their debt? Yep. Okay, that doesn't have to be sourced and seasoned. Well, we have to do a gift letter and all that. I mean, we have to track where the money came from, but it doesn't have to be in their bank account for 60 days or whatever. It can be immediate. Okay. A gift is immediate. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, that's a good one to call Grandma on. Right, Mm -hmm. yes. My Discover card, Please pay this off. Yes. Please help me. Yes. Okay, this is one of my very favorites of deal bombs. Um buying things you're going on shopping sprees (laughs) i got a new house let me put some stuff in exactly i know it's like like you don't have the house yet you're about to get a house exactly right yes Yes. if if it says furniture store on the side of the building don't go in there don't go in there don't Don't paint store don't buy any of this stuff no because they're going to tell you just here finance it and we won't report it to the credit yeah one year no interest yeah whatever no 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 Yes, mm-hmm. don't do it. And and because, but there was a deal at Sherman Williams, aren't you? Should exactly. I go get this deal? But when we built our house a million years ago, I remember seeing the ad on the thing, uh, furniture sale, la la la. And I told my husband, we got to get the furniture. We got to la la la. And he's like, I guarantee you, in a month there's going to be another a furniture sale. sale. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gosh darn it, if he wasn't right. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> 
so <laughs> I have so many of those stories from our first house. Yeah, you know, uh, rug auction. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, next to the grocery store. Oh, I'm not going to the auction. I'm just going to the store. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then you come home with, with a your new tail rug. between your leg, and, and really, honestly, I said to my husband, I'm like, you know. I did a thing. <laughs> now come help me get it out of the car. <laughs> I'm like, it's I'm, heavy. I'm just going to go back and tell him I, I I had a panic attack and I can't do that. And he's like, that's an ethics problem. Ooh. You're not going to do that. We're going to get that rug. We're going to go get it right now. Oh. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. That rug still sits in my house. Oh, okay. beautiful well, then it was a good buy. It. it was a good buy. It was beautiful. Used it? Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Auctions, don't do it because you know that whole pressure to lift up the card. Yeah. You have no control over that. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. As, exactly an, as right. the auctioneer in the room, there's a reason why we do what we do. <laughs> so when well, we get back for our final segment, what are we going to cover? We're going to finish up talking about things that you do, our deal bombs. Yes. All right. We would also love for you to get your voice into the room. The number 651 641 1071. We'll be right back with the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Ms. Shannon here with my good friend Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group at Remax Results and our friend Shelly Ferris from Nations Lending. You do still have time to be part of the show. Call us at 651 641 1071. Okay, folks, if you want a market analysis, if you'd like information about mortgages, if you would just like to talk about jelly rolls, <laughs> you do that by t- calling or texting 651 578 2218. You can also, email me, Mimi, at mnredhotrealestate.com, or you can message us through the station here at my talk with keyword red hot. All right, so, Shelly, you had the best little story during the break, so okay. tell that story. Okay, great. So, uh, this was a number of years ago, and I had a client who we had gone through the process. He was buying a house, and... Uh, we were about five days from closing and we were clear to close, ready to go. And it was at a time when that wasn't common that you got done that early or whatever. So it was great. It was great. We were running and called him up. You're ready to go. Okay, great. And about the next day or maybe the day after, my processor is walking towards my my office and uh, it looked like all the blood had run from her face. And oh, she's no. like, Shelly, I think he bought a car. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, he wouldn't have done that, Peggy. How silly. <laughs> so I pick up my phone and I go, hey, Jim, it's Shelly Ferris calling. Yeah, my processor thinks you bought a car. You did? <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> She's like, why? I mean, I did not even skip a beat because there was no way he was going to be approved with that with car that payment. Car. We were not going to close on time. The whole thing was going to blow up. All because why? He couldn't wait four more days to buy the little red sports car. Good gravy, Maria. Take it no, back. Bring it back. And he brought it back. <laughs> he brought it back and we closed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> End of story. Yes. So he bought a car twice. That's, yeah, he did. He ended up having to pay a big, you know, hefty a little whoopsie re- restocking, restocking fee. fee. Yep, yep, exactly. But uh, yeah, yeah this, that's what this you is do. the point of this. The the point of this whole thing is don't look in the window. Mm-mm. Don't drive by the lot. Don't don't let that internet ad follow no. you around. Mm-hmm. Just don't worry about don't it. Do just it. One Great. thing at a time. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> um, so talk a little bit about how your home insurance could blow up a deal. Right. So when I qualify you, I use an approximation of the taxes mm-hmm. until you buy the house. Then I know what your taxes are going to be. So I slide that in the real number. But we're using a fictitious number on the homeowner's insurance until you get your quote, until you pick your policy, until we have it in our hands. Yes. And sometimes I'll use, let's say, for example, $125 a month in homeowner's insurance. But maybe that house had a claim last 
last year. Oh. And so it maybe the basement flooded or maybe there was a roof that was replaced or whatever it might be that now makes that house uptick a little bit in how much it's going to cost to uh, to insure the property. And so if we're $15 off a month or $25 off a month, and again, if I'm all the way up to the nines and okay. trying to qualify you, homeowner's insurance can tip you over. Okay. That is amazing. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. I know. That that will follow the next buyer. Right. Exactly. It can. And, mm-hmm. it, and it has. I've run into that in the past where they'll even say, you know, you were supposed to use the money to replace the roof or whatever, but oh. clearly the roof is not new so yada 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 so you have to sometimes uh so get some of that back to what mimi was saying about getting the paperwork in as soon as possible sometimes you're like just go ahead and get these quotes now exactly okay fair enough don't dilly dally Mm -hmm. why would you put that off right just do it so we know what it is but you know in all fairness there's a lot of moving wheels going Mm -hmm. on when between the time that you write the offer to the time that you close you know, you might forget okay. that you need insurance. Right, right. And you might forget that you need to pack. Right. I'm going to say this. <laughs> I, as someone, and I think of the three of us, I'm the one that's done this most recently. If you work with somebody like Shelly, she's not going to let you forget nope. that you need the thing. <laughs> like, there was no way that Shelly was going to let me forget yeah. that I needed to come up with that. So, yeah. no, yes. you're giving them a lot of grace, and that's kind. But for mm. real, back to what you started with, Mimi. If you're if they're telling you, go get this done, just get it done. I'm it's in your best interest. I'm right. poking at you. I, I got grace. <laughs> yes. Wow. You gave them a lot of grace. Holy go get that's... your insurance, everybody. It's yes. Just yes. get it out of exactly. the way. Mm. All right. Let's talk about the appraised value and how that could blow up your deal right right so let's say that you bought the house for three hundred thousand, and the appraisal was delayed maybe mm, your inspection okay. came out late maybe there's a lot of different things and that appraisal is going to get done and it's going to come in but it's just in the nick of time four days before closing and oh, it comes in low, low. and yeah. now what or it comes in with a work order that now the roof has to be replaced or the wiring has to be inspected or depending your well on needs what to be those capped. Things, right. Yeah, your well needs depending to be on what these things can be, they can be too expensive for the seller to take on and they might just decide to not sell it all at that right. point. And now you're four days before closing mm-hmm. and the appraisal killed your deal. Yes. And so this is also something that our uh, coordinators do is to remind the loan officer, not that we would yeah. ever have to remind you, Shelly, yeah. <laughs> right. yes. uh, but we do sometimes have to, in our tick file, we call and message the loan officer, has the appraisal been ordered? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it has and sometimes it hasn't. Um, but it's always a good good thing for us to be doing to follow up on the process and mm-hmm. make sure that nothing gets dropped. And when you got two teammate, teammates that are doing that, that is actually extra coverage right. for you. Exactly. Um, so Service. the appraised value. Um, let's talk about work orders for a quick second. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing that conventional mortgages, which have not historically had work orders, are now all of a sudden starting, to, you're starting to see them. Is, is that a, your experience? It has been, it, but it has been for a little while here. But I, I, I think it depends on what it is. So it comes down to, if, if you have, for example, if you have flaking and peeling paint, and most agents would say, well, then I just won't, list the home that it's eligible for FHA financing. I'll just go conventional because it's got flaking and peeling paint and we don't want to have to deal with that. If it's severe, even a conventional appraiser will call that because it could be something on them. You have to think about like if a child goes by and picks some paint off and eats it and Mm, gets sick and has problems, 
they're going to come back after that appraiser because you didn't call for that work to be done. And that's what it comes from fear, Mimi, really is what it comes down to. Okay. What am I afraid that somebody's going to come back after me for? Okay. And that also is something that you want to think about when writing an offer because work orders is part of the purchase agreement. They, they ask, you know, well, how much would you pay in work orders? And you, for a long, long time, if it was conventional, we would put zero. Um, now you might want to rethink that, especially conditions. Right. So roof lifespan is what, five years? Oh, I, th- I think longer, probably 15 years, 20 years, so somewhere in there. you need to have there. at least 15 years left. Oh, no, 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 no. You have to, I'm, I'm sorry, I misunderstood your question. Three years. You have to three have three years. years of life left in a roof. Okay. I'm yes. glad that you asked that yes, too, because I thought you meant I needed a new roof every five years yes, too. And I was yes. like, wait, wait. <laughs> no, okay, I didn't but, budget for that. Okay, you didn't no, tell me. Okay. Oh, thank you. Because yeah. um, my eyes got all white too. Yeah. I was like, wait. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. No, coming up on Lifespan. Lifespan. Yes. Right. All right. Um, so work orders, some of the other things I think that I have seen, um, like encroachments. Oh, encroachments, okay. yes. So when, the, when the, that comes back, they might find that a shed or your garage or the corner right. of your deck happens to fall overside mm. of the other property, property right? next door. Exactly. And then that can be a whole title mess. That is a title mess. Mm-hmm. And gotcha. sometimes they have to have a rider for that. Um, so, you know, all of these things, folks, are working behind the scenes. None of us can predict everything. Exactly. Um, I certainly don't have my, uh, you know, my surveyor license to go out and know where right. the property boundaries are. But little things that you might pick up on if there are like multiple fences and they're all different. Right. <laughs> you know, who owns what pr- mm, what fence and, you right. know, what certainty do you have that that fence is on right, your property, right. right? And I've seen a lot of shed issues Yes, same. in the last few years where same. the shed's on somebody else's ha- property. Um, what else? Uh, we've only got maybe a minute or so right. left. Uh, title issues that you've seen. So title issues that I've seen recently are probate is, you know, somebody passes mm-hmm. and doesn't sign things off correctly. And so now we got to wait the 90 days and put people on notice and all of that kind of stuff that can come into play. Um, the, 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 um, survey piece that you mentioned, um, maybe that's, that's one also that just recently came up, um, on, on a transaction that I'm working on right now. And so they're in renegotiation and sell and buying a little bit of the property from the neighbors. And it's, it's a nightmare. Okay. It's just a nightmare. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But these are the things that can happen between the time that you write and the time that you close. And that's what I think should be surprising to people out there like they would think that no yay i got a house it's like the old adage yay i got a house oh no i got a house <laughs> don't marry it until yeah, you got exactly, the keys exactly. Right. all right folks we appreciate you listening we appreciate all of our my talk listeners reach out to us during the week with any questions on real estate and mortgage that number is 651-578-2218. Feel free to text them at any time. Also, you can get this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website, mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword, red hot.